Hello from Wonder Media Network. I'm Anna Malika Tubbs, the author of The Three Mothers, How the Mothers of MLK, Malcolm X, and James Baldwin Shaped a Nation. My work focuses on motherhood through the lens of feminism, intersectionality, and inclusivity. And I'll be your guest host for this month of Womanica. This month, we're talking about mothers, women who ushered forth new generations and new futures through their care, work, and imagination. Today, we're talking about a revolutionary writer, journalist, and communist activist. Her advocacy was always intersectional. She fought for the inclusion and liberation of Black women and the rights of all working-class people. She left a legacy of celebrating Caribbean culture as the mother of Notting Hill Carnival. Let's talk about Claudia Jones. Claudia was born on February 21st, 1915 in Trinidad. When Claudia was eight years old, her family moved to Harlem, New York. Her family came to the United States hoping to find a free and prosperous place to raise their children. Instead, they encountered the stark reality of working class exploitation and Jim Crow oppression. In public school, Claudia faced those challenges daily. Teachers asked her and other Black students if they wanted to make an extra dollar by doing domestic work for them. White students would ask her for answers to homework, then ignore her once they left school grounds. Claudia began to question the roots of segregation and poverty. How could the country she lived in espouse the pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness for all when the conditions of her daily life so clearly contradicted that motto? When Claudia was just 12, her mother, Sybil, died. She'd collapsed at her machine in a garment shop after years of constant hard work. Claudia's father was left to raise four daughters alone. He took a job as a superintendent at a building in Harlem to support his family. Living conditions were dismal, and when she was 17, Claudia contracted tuberculosis. She spent the next year recovering in a sanatorium in Harlem. Alone, she read books and learned about the fight for Black and working-class liberation and equality. That time radicalized Claudia, but her health never fully recovered. After a string of low-paying retail and factory jobs, Claudia started working at a Black nationalist newspaper in 1935. On her way home through Harlem, she would stop on 125th Street and listen to the soapbox orators. Speakers from the Communist Party stood out to her in particular. They spoke in defense of Black lives worldwide. They connected the horrors of systemic American racism and the working-class struggle with the rise of fascist imperialism abroad. In 1936, Claudia joined the Communist Party USA. She became a skilled writer and organizer, as well as the only Black woman on the party's central committee. Claudia wrote about those most familiar to her, Black working-class women. Her feminism was staunchly intersectional, nearly 40 years before that name was officially coined. She campaigned for women's equality based on the needs of the working-class woman, of the mother, the housewife, and the family. Her framework was concerned with the connections between race, class, gender, and anti-imperialism. But as Claudia well knew, the 1950s were a dangerous time to be a communist in the U.S. She was arrested multiple times during the McCarthy-era anti-communist hunts. Her public comments against the atomic arms race and American containment policy led to her arrest, trial, conviction, and imprisonment. She was finally deported to England in 1955. In England, Claudia continued to write, 
organize, and lead a political life as an influential Black communist. She became editor of the West Indian Gazette, a one-page flyer that offered support for political and cultural organizing. Moving across the Atlantic, Claudia found her work remained relevant. In London, where Claudia lived, tensions over race, immigration, class, and citizenship were boiling over. In the summer of 1958, that hostility turned into five days of riots in the Notting Hill area. Claudia witnessed this violence. She wished to uplift her Black neighbors by creating a festival to celebrate their West Indian heritage in the aftermath of the violence inflicted on the neighborhood. She created it with a slogan in mind. A people's art is the genesis of their freedom. The first iteration took place at a local town hall and was called Claudia's Caribbean Carnival. We now know it as the Notting Hill Carnival, a huge event that attracts millions of people to West London every year to celebrate Afro-Caribbean music and culture. Claudia continued to watch the carnival grow each year, but she still suffered from poor health the rest of her life. She passed away in 1964. Her final resting place is in London's Highgate Cemetery, buried just to the left of Karl Marx. All month, we're talking about mothers. For more information, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to co-creators Jenny and Liz Kaplan for having me as a guest host. Talk to you tomorrow.